we're talking about today is identity. Um, identity crisis. Today we're going to be reading in the book of Luke, chapter 15. We're going to be talking about the prodigal son. Most of us probably know this story, but I want to look at it from a little bit of a different perspective. Read with me verses 12 and, or 11 and 12. And he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. So the son went to his father and asked for an early inheritance. So the father gave him his inheritance, and the son received it. And further uh, in, that, in the passage, it says that he went off to a far country. See, what's going on here is the son had an identity crisis he felt like he was no longer to identify himself in that household and as um, the son of his father. He was having an identity crisis. Back in that day and age, an inheritance was to be received after the father had been passed away. The sons would have uh, taken the responsibility of the father to overlook all the servants, all the land, everything that the father had. But the son didn't do this. The son just took the good and the riches and he left. He was having an identity crisis and wanting to find who he was. If you look at the beginning of verse 13, and not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, like I said, the father gave him his inheritance and he took it all and left to a faraway country. He thought he could find his identity in the world. He thought what the world had to offer was better than what his position was currently. If you look at the end, of that, uh, or the end of that verse 13, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. The definition of riotous is lacking restraint, especially marked by indulgence in things such as drinking, sex, drugs, characterized by wild and uncontrolled behavior. He wasted all that he was given by his father. He wasted all of the blessings he was given, trying to find a worldly identity. Some of you have been trying to find a worldly identity. You're trying to be what the world tells you you should be. You left God to try to find this identity. See, when you have an identity crisis, you start to identify yourself as what the world says you are, and you try to find your identity in that. When you start to do this, bad things happen. Look, look at this. Uh, the sun... He, he was removed from the Father because he was trying to find this worldly identity. You see, you get removed from God when you try to find a worldly identity. Because you can't be of God and be of the world at the same time. Amen. Removes you from the Father. See, I'm not saying that you lose your salvation. No, when, when you're saved, you are always saved. You cannot be plucked out of the hand of God. Amen. And I'm so thankful for that. What I'm saying is, is your relationship with God gets weaker and weaker. You get farther and farther away when you go to the world. We leave the Father to try to find a worldly identity. We try to find a worldly identity, and we try to find identity in riotous living. We leave the Father to try to find this. Some of you in here right now, you have a fake identity on. On Sunday, you act like you're living a righteous life. You come to church, you put a fake face on. But on Monday and through the week, you're living a riotous life. You're living of the world. You're trying to fake your identity. You're trying to find identity in the world instead of in God. You start to just have this worldly identity instead of 
trying to find identity in who God says you are. You leave the Father's presence. Maybe you left God because you thought what the world has was better than what your current position was. You thought you could find happiness, joy, in what the world had to offer. You left God to try to find who you were in the world, what you should have, how you should act. See, so the world tells you everything you should be. I mean, look at social media. It constantly feeds your brain that. What you should wear, how you should act, how you should speak, how you have to wear this brand to be accepted or have this car to be on this certain social status. You might have had an identity crisis and you were trying to figure out who you were. Maybe you left your identity with God to try to find identity in alcohol, drugs, pornography. Started to try to find identity in sports, whether you're playing the sport or you're taking your kids to the, to, to the games. Starts to remove you from God. You stop going to church, you stop reading your Bible, you stop having that relationship with God because you're trying to find it in sports or alcohol, or drugs, pornography. When you leave God because you're too busy with sports, taking your kid to the game, you think you're going to miss, if you miss a game on Sunday or Wednesday, that you're going to be an awful parent if you don't take your kids to that game, to that practice. The facts are that showing your kids consistency in church is better than showing them consistency in sports. If you're a good influence now and show them consistency in church, that's great. But if you're showing consistency in sports, your kids will never, most likely never, have consistency in church when they graduate. I think the statistics are like 50% of kids when they graduate don't go to church. Start doing what the world tells us we should do. Start identifying ourselves as that basketball player, soccer player, baseball player, soccer mom, basketball coach, instead of identifying ourselves as the child of God. Instead of trying to be you, you're constantly searching for who you should be in social media. It's constantly feeding your brain all the wrong things. It's constantly telling you what you should do. Maybe you're looking at how other people are living how other people are parenting, how they're going to Disney World all the time and going on fancy vacations, and you're, you feel like a failure as a parent or a grandparent because you can't do that. You're constantly scrolling, 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 looking at this, feeding your brain, trying to identify as somebody else. Try to copy that influencer, that YouTuber, that movie star. One of the biggest issues in this generation is social media. It, it's such a powerful tool for Satan. It can be used for good, but most of the time it's used for evil. According to screen time stats for Americans, the average American spends a little above five hours daily on their phone. Social media feeds your brain with what you should be, what you should look like, what you, you should wear, how you should talk. Some of you constantly compare yourself to other parents, other grandparents on social media seeing what they're buying their kids, seeing how they treat their kids. You're constantly trying to be better than everybody else instead of living your life as how you are created, trying to find identity in that. You start to feel like you're failing at a, as a parent or a grandparent because you can't do these things. 
Because you're looking at what everybody else is doing and you're not focusing on yourself, the good in your life. Start to follow the big trends. See, when you start to find your identity in the world, bad things happen. You leave God, but the world robs you of your blessings too when you leave God. It doesn't, it, it just takes it all away. Look at the end of verse 13. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. See, it robs you of your blessings. When you try to find a worldly identity, it removes you from the Father and it robs you of your blessings. It says he wasted all he was given. He wasted every single thing his Father gave him. All of those blessings and the money. He spent it on women, parties, alcohol, drugs, worthless relationships, all for nothing. It just robbed him of the blessings his father gave him. Instead of using the blessings to better himself, he was wasting it on these things. There are many of you here today that are wasting the blessings God gave you. You're wasting the time God has given you trying to be of the world instead of being of God. Maybe God blessed you with an awesome family, amazing friends, but you went to the world to try to find happiness in drugs, alcohol, pornography, so your husband or wife divorced you because you were constantly coming home drunk and you're always looking for the next high. You wasted that blessing because you were trying to find happiness in the world. And you threw away the amazing family just because you were busy being selfish. You're trying to do what the world tells you will make you happy, what the world says will fulfill you. But in the end, it just robs you of your blessings. So you're trying to do what the world tells you would make you happy. You waste so much time trying to be what social media says, trying to be what other people are being on social media. You waste what makes you unique. You waste your potential trying to be of the world. Instead of trying to be how God created you, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You should be of God and you should stay the way you are. You should not try to compare yourself to others. You should not try to be somebody else. You should not be trying to be what the world tells you you should be. You should be yourself. You should be what God created you to be. The purpose God gave you. See, the world wastes your blessings. Then it doesn't even replenish them. I mean, look. Look at verse 14. And we had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. When you try to find a worldly identity, it literally, it wastes your blessings, and then it doesn't even replenish them. It doesn't give back. You're literally wasting the good because you're trying to find happiness in the world. After he had used what his father gave him, there was a famine, so he couldn't even get food, even if he had the money to. Then the famine caused there to be no job, so he couldn't even get money, even if there was food. It doesn't replenish your blessings when you go to the world. When you waste time on drugs, pornography, on worthless relationships, trying to be happy in the world, it literally just takes all your blessings and doesn't even replenish them. Once the time and money and the good health runs out, once your money, everything runs out, it doesn't replenish it. The only one that can replenish it is God. The only one that can give it back is God. But you're too busy going to the world trying to find your identity in that that you waste it all. 
You waste your happiness. <laughs> Worthless relationships. You can't get that back. The world won't give you happiness. It won't give you consistent happiness. The blessings and joy and life will never be replenished by the world. It will always leave you in want. When you're left abandoned by the world, you start to self-identify as some things. See, the prodigal son started to self-identify after he tried to find a worldly identity. When the world robs you of your blessings and removes you from the fathers, it makes you start to self-identify. It leaves you empty. The Bible says that he had spent all. He had spent everything. He had spent and wasted all of his time, all of his money he had. He was left empty. He had no value. He felt that way, at least. When he was trying to find identity in the world, it left him empty and with nothing. When you try to find identity in the world, it will leave you empty. It will leave you with nothing, no blessings, no happiness, no joy. It leaves you empty. Then you start identifying yourself as this. You start identifying yourself as empty, as nothing. Son had nothing left. No money, no friends, no good and healthy relationships. He was left hungry and hurt. Some of you in here right now are left hungry and hurting. Hurt because of worthless relationships. You're hungry for blessings, for healing, for freedom from your chains, from your shackles. You're left hungry for what God can give you. But you're too busy trying to find it in the world. You're too busy trying to find a worldly identity. You're hurting. You're hungry for validation, for something that is real, for authenticity, for true, authentic happiness, for happiness that will last. Your identity starts to be in this emptiness, starts to be in the, what the world did to you, how the world left you. Look at verse 14 again. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. See, the world leaves you empty, and then it leaves you wanting. It can't fulfill the things you want. It leaves you wanting more. It leaves you wanting more worthless relationships, more drugs, alcohol. It leaves you wanting more validation. The world will never satisfy your wants. It will never give you the blessings you need, the blessings that you sure don't deserve, but God still would give them to you. The world doesn't do that. There will never be a consistent happiness. You will always be looking for something more to fulfill that spot in your life. Looking for the next high, the next drink, for the next like, the next view, to be better than everybody else. You'll always be wanting to hop on the next trend and fit in, to hop on the, buy the next big shoes and big clothes name brands. And you're trying to look for validation in the world you start to self-identify as this emptiness is wanting. You will always be looking for validation in views, likes, comments, validation from others. Always. The world will never fulfill that. There will always, there will always be somebody better than you. I know that sounds awful. There will always be somebody with a better car, better phone, better lifestyle, a better job position, better social status. The world will always leave you wanting more. Amen. 
You will never have enough views in your head. You will never have enough likes. You will always be wanting more and more and more. When you start to feel this way and you start feeling empty and you start wanting more, this leaves you feeling worthless. You start to identify yourself as empty and wanting and worthless. The world leaves you this way because it is not good for you. The world leaves you feeling so worthless. It makes you feel like you have no hope, that you will never have validation, that you will never be happy, that you will forever be lonely. This is how the world leaves you. You want to identify as what others say you should be. You want to identify as what the world says you should be when you should be trying to identify as what God says you are. This causes depression when you're trying to, when you're self-identifying as worthless. In 2020, 48,344 Americans died by suicide. It was the second leading cause of death for ages 10 to 34 and the fourth leading cause of death for ages 35 and 54. 54% of Americans are affected by suicide. It's it's an awful thing in our generation, in this society. When we start to self-identify as worthless and empty, this is what happens. It causes depression. It, It causes suicide. When you feel worthless because of what you try to find in the world, you start to get these depressing thoughts. You start to get anxiety because you're trying to be like the world, you're constantly trying to be better than everybody else, you're trying to find validation, you're trying to keep a good look on yourself, it causes this anxiety. When the world leaves you feeling empty and wanting, you feel like you can't fill that void, this is where suicide starts taking place. Look at verses 15 and 16. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of the country and he spent him into sent him into his fields to feed swine, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. He was at the bottom working with the pigs. He was feeling worthless and empty. I have a dollar bill here. If I go to the gas station or the store, I can buy a candy bar that's worth 98 cents with this because it's worth a dollar. But what if I crumble it up, right? Is it still worth a dollar? I could still go and, are you, are you sure? Because I just crumbled it up. Is it still worth a dollar? It's got to be worth like 95 cents now, right? No? What, what if I take it, I crumble it up, I throw it on the ground, and I stomp on it? Is it still worth a dollar? Yeah. Are you sure? I just stomped on it and crumbled it up. It's got to be worth like 85 cents now. It has to have lost its value. What if I crumble it up, I throw it in the trash, I take it out, take it, and I rip it. Is it still worth a dollar? Yes, it's still worth a dollar. So why, if this dollar doesn't lose its value, do you feel like you are worth this? That you have no value? Why do you feel like you are pushed aside You feel like you can't go back to the Father because you are hurting, because you have scars, because of the sin you have committed. If this dollar does not lose its value, neither do you. You will always have the same value in God's eyes. You will always have the same value. 
Let me tell you, some of you right now feel pushed aside. You feel hurt. You feel abused because of what the world did to you, because you were trying to find identity in the world. It left you feeling worthless. See, the reason this dollar bill still has value is because the creator of it made it that way. It made it where it didn't lose its value. Created the same exact way. God created you not to lose your value. You are worth something to God. That's why instead of trying to find your identity in the world, you should be trying to find your identity in God. You should be trying to find what God says you are. That's what your identity should be. Look at verses 17 through 22. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. He went back to the father begging for mercy, for forgiveness, that he would hire him as a servant. He says, I'm not worthy to be called your son. I'm not worthy to be part of this family. But the father gave him his identity. Look, but the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. His father gave him identity. Right now, you need to find what God says your identity is. You need to go back to God and see what his identity is for you instead of trying to find it in the world. You see, if you look at this passage of scripture, each thing represents an identity of the son. See, the robe and the ring and the shoes, every single one was very important. The robe was placed upon him to represent the fact that he was favored, that, that he still had love and compassion for the son. See, when you go back to God and God gives you a robe of righteousness, you don't need to take and wear the rags of sin that you got from the world. You no longer need that. The worthless relationships, all of that you spent on that, you no longer need. You can wear the robe of righteousness. You can find happiness in God. The ring is a very important part of this story, too. See, it was a family ring. The ring was showing that the son was welcomed back. The son was welcomed back as his son. He didn't have to be a hired servant. He could be his child. It didn't matter what sins he had committed, how far he left, that he went to the world to find identity. He was welcomed back as the child, his son. When you go back to God, when you go back to the Father, you are welcomed with open arms. You are welcomed back as his son. His mindset doesn't change. He thinks the same about you. It doesn't matter what sin you've committed. It doesn't matter how far you've gone. It doesn't matter. God's love never stops. It doesn't matter what sins you've committed, how much pornography you've watched, how much you've drank. It doesn't matter how much time you've wasted on worthless relationships. God welcomes you with open arms 
God washes away your sin. He claims you as his. You don't have to go to the world for identity anymore. See, the shoes, the shoes are also important. See, the shoes were placed upon his feet to represent the journey he had been on. It's also representing the fact that he was welcomed back with the same benefits he had before. He was not looked at differently by his father. He, he was welcomed back with the same benefits, the same good things. He would receive all of it. When you receive the shoes from God, it's God saying that you are not looked upon differently. You are not looked upon poorly. It's God saying that he wants you to continue your journey with him. He wants you to continue your journey and that he will provide on that journey while you're walking with him. That he will provide identity for you. The fact that we can find identity in God. Let me ask you, are you in an identity crisis right now in your life? Are you trying to find a worldly identity? Maybe you're at the point where you're just kind of wondering if what the world has to offer is better. If what the world has to offer will actually make you happy. If it's worth it. Say, I haven't completely tried to find my identity in the world yet, but I've been thinking about it. Let me tell you what the world has to offer is not worth it. It left the prodigal son working with the pigs and feeling worthless, feeling empty and wanting more. Do you want that? You want consistent happiness and that's what God will provide. What the world has to offer is not good. Don't waste the good in your life on the world. Maybe you say, Christian, I have completely gone off the deep end. I've tried to find my identity in the world. I've tried to find it in everything. Sex, drugs, social media, what the world tells me I should be. Let me tell you, you need to find your identity in God right now. You need to go back to the Father and say, I know who you say I am. I know that I am a child of God and that I am forgiven. That I have a Father that is loving. Go back to God. You have a loving Father waiting with arms open wide, waiting for you. You just have to go back. You have to tell him that you have sinned. He'll open his arms and give you a hug. He'll show you his love. I don't care what sin you've committed. I don't care how far you've gone. God will always love you. God will always welcome you with open arms. Go back to him. You say, I've lost all my value. I'm like that dollar bill. I've lost everything. I'm hurt. I'm broken. I've been pushed aside. I've been abused. The sin I've committed, it left me broken. It left me worthless. Just like this dollar bill, I can take a piece of tape, place it on it, and go to the store and use this. You do not lose your worth or your value just like that dollar bill. You are always worth it. God does not look at you differently. You just have to set aside your pride. You have to set aside what you are in the world and you have to go to God with with everything you have. You have to give it all to God. You have to go to God. No matter your scars, no matter your issues, go to God. God is the only one that can give you complete happiness, complete joy. God is the only one that can fix your scars, that can heal your wounds, that can give you freedom from your addictions. God is the only one 
the only one that will forgive you. Find your identity in God right now. You have to. Go to God and say, I am who you say I am. If you've tried to find your worldly identity and you've tried to self, and you've self-identified as all of these things, know that God loves you. He is the provider and loving father.